to you what it's time for. The Other Side of Midnight presents Commendations. I want to uh, give a commendation to all 32,000 plus people that participated in yesterday's Tunnel to Tower run. And in everybody that uh, made a donation to the Tunnel to Towers race, whether it was to me or to anybody else, as far as I'm concerned, this is an organization that does God's work. And uh, I'm thrilled that uh, that we're partnering with it. And it was great to be out there. And I want to give a special commendation to Dominic Carter, who raised more money than all of the other WABC hosts. Aside from me... He raised more money from all the hosts on the network combined. Combined. So uh, an incredible job by Dominic Carter. And uh, it was uh, great to see him <clears throat> and spend time with him at the uh, at the race. If you still want to make a donation, you could do so. Go to walk.othersideofmidnightshow.com. I'm going to talk a little bit more about the race uh, in just a minute. It was great being out there with my friends um, Monica Lantry and Tommy Barlotta. I put some photos up on Facebook if you want to see Facebook.com slash MoranoFan. And Dominic, I think, tweeted some photos as well. You can find him on Twitter. Uh, I also want want to commend acquaintances. Yes, I said acquaintances, not friends. You know why? Because a new study shows that acquaintances are more helpful in landing you a job than close friends. Loose acquaintances, more so than friends, are pivotal in helping you land a job. A study published this month by LinkedIn's engineers. Now, how researchers reach this conclusion is just as interesting as the finding itself. Turns out many of us who went on LinkedIn, not me, but the people in society when I use the term us, Many of us who went in LinkedIn in recent years were unwitting guinea pigs in a massive social experiment. From 2015 to 2019, LinkedIn's engineers tweaked the algorithm for its people you may know recommendation feature. And they varied the level of close friends and weaker contacts that it was showing to users in all. More than 20 million users were subject to the test, which the researchers leveraged for their study. The scale of the experiment and the fact that LinkedIn's testing could have impacted the long-term trajectory of its users' careers have sparked a big debate over transparency. The lead author of this study, an MIT professor, defended the LinkedIn test by saying the company is simply trying to figure out a more useful algorithm for its customers. The big picture is this. The theory of weak ties being beneficial has been around since 1973, but only with fertile data from LinkedIn were researchers able to find causal evidence that we should probably take networking a little more seriously. I completely agree with this. And anecdotally, that's my own observation, is that it's always the acquaintances that come through for you. And I've seen this with friends. I've seen this with uh, family members of mine and friends of mine. You know, they, they get they benefit from the acquaintances. I must give a wholehearted commendation to Albert Pujols. 
Albert Pujols is now the fourth player in history to join the 700 home run club. Do you know how incredible that is? To hit 700 home runs in a major league career? Babe Ruth, Hank Aaron, Barry Bonds. And interestingly enough, the fan who caught, we were it's so funny that we were having this conversation on Friday. The fan who caught Albert Pujols' 700th home run ball is not giving it to him. He's not donating it. Um, he is, I don't know if he's going to sell it or just keep it. And you know what Albert Pujols said? That's fine. He said uh, he doesn't focus on material stuff. This is what he said, and I thought this was such a healthy attitude. Um, souvenirs are for the fans. I don't have any problem if they want to keep it. If they want to give it back, that's great. I think that's a very healthy attitude. I want to give a commendation. Speaking of the world of sports, this is very serious, and this is an issue that I've been following for a long time and talking about for a long time. I want to give a commendation to Mike Greer. Do you know who Mike Greer is? Mike Greer is the general manager of the San Jose Sharks. And he has said that the Sharks won't be in the Czech Republic for the Prague games, for the global series games next month, if Russian-born players on the team are denied entry into the country. Because that's what the Czech Republic is trying to do. In this bizarre policy, which does nothing and makes no sense, the NHL was told by the Czech foreign ministry that Russian-born players are not wanted in that country for the games on October 7th and 8th because of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. So what Mike Greer is saying is, no, if you don't want the Russians, you don't get any of us. I think this is exactly what a leader of a team should be doing. And I'm glad Mike Greer is doing it. I wish everybody would take this attitude. I want to commend the Jewish people. You are God's chosen people. My wife and my son, while they're not practicing Jews, they are technically Jewish. The Jews consider them Jewish. And uh, Sunday was the start of Rosh Hashanah, also known as the Jewish New Year. A lot of you were partying hardy, drinking Manischewitz, celebrating the drop of the giant matzo ball. And this marks the beginning of the Jewish High Holy Days. This is a um, holiday that's been celebrated for a couple of thousand years. And a lot of people celebrate by blowing the traditional horn or the chauffeur. And uh, that goes to show you why chauffeur is such a great job. The holiday has been celebrated for a long time. And this is uh, supposedly, uh, my understanding of what Rosh Hashanah is is very limited. But as I understand it, it's a time to reflect on the coming year. And it's a time to celebrate by eating sweets. And uh, it's a nice, nice festive day for everybody. So if you are one of the 14.8 million Jewish people around the world, Shona Tova. I want to commend NYU Langone Hospital. NYU Langone Health was crowned the top spot for patient care out of more than 100 academic medical centers across the country. This was um, this earned an accolade from uh, Vizient Inc. 
And uh, they were given the Bernard Birnbaum Quality Leadership Award for top-notch patient care and also earned the Ambulatory Quality and Accountability Award for its superior outpatient health. This has been my experience. My mom goes to NYU Langone. She's had some serious health issues there, and she's uh, gone there for eye issues. And um, I've been very impressed with the patient care at NYU Langone, not only with my mom, but another friends of mine that have gone there as patients. So uh, I say good for you, NYU Langone. I am pleased but not surprised that you are the recipient of this distinction. I want to commend four good Samaritans in Ohio who swooped in and helped a police officer who was being attacked by a man during a traffic stop. See, this fellow was pulled over for speeding by Officer Stacy Wright in suburban Cleveland. The suspect was going 57 miles per hour in a 35 miles per hour zone. And uh, the officer, Stacy Wright, is heard telling him in the dash cam footage how fast he was going and stuff. And the shocking video, you could see this online, it shows the suspect ignoring the officer's request for his license as he exits his Chevy Malibu and he insists that he needs to go to the back of the car to get his driver's license. And the officer demands that this guy sit on the curb. However, he yells, I'm not sitting. I'm not sitting. After the suspect declines multiple orders from Officer Wright to put his hands behind his back or on the vehicle, a physical struggle ensued. He appears to overtake Officer Wright in the struggle until four perfect strangers appear to aid Officer Wright and subdue the suspect. On video, you see one person yelling at the suspect. You don't do that to a woman. Do you understand me? So the Good Samaritans stay until a backup officer arrives who aids uh, Stacy Wright in taking this fella into custody. So this fella has been uh, charged with assault on an officer, resisting arrest, speeding, and failure to wear a seatbelt. At the very least, you'd think he could have worn a seatbelt. The uh, Willoughby police chief, Jim Schultz, wrote a personal note to the four Good Samaritans, thanking them for their quick intervention. And now I am also adding the um, commendation, formal commendation to this. I want to commend Charlotte Sandal at age 100. Yes, you heard me correctly. At age 100... Charlotte Sundahl is breaking swimming records. She did not start swimming until 1994 at the age of 72. She is a World War II veteran. And uh, in 1994, she had just retired from her job when a friend convinced her to sign up for a freestyle swim event. And now she is killing it. She is absolutely killing it. She's now competed in more than 400 Masters swim races. She holds five individual Masters world records ratified by the International Swimming Federation. She also has 300 individual U.S. Masters uh, swimming top tens, which means she placed among the top ten in her sex and age group in an event over a whole season. And now she's training for the Huntsman World Senior Games in Utah. 
I think this is outstanding. I think this is inspiring for all of us that want to pick up challenges later in life. You know, they always say if you wait past a certain age, it's too late for you to really become an expert in this or an expert in that. Um, I think this is really inspirational, certainly to me. And uh, I, I say more power to you, Charlotte Sandal. I hope you break every swimming record there is. I want to give a posthumous commendation to Louise Fletcher, who has passed away at the age of 88. The Academy Award-winning actress known best for her role as Nurse Ratchet in One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest passed away in um, southern France at the age of 88. Um, she was incredible in that role and really made that film. I mean, Jack Nicholson is great. All the cast is great. But um, there's nobody like Nurse Ratchet. And then later, she did a lot of other great roles as well. But I think that um, one, of the, one of the things that she doesn't get enough credit for is her role um, on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. She was terrific on Star Trek Deep Space Nine. She played several characters on there as well. So, Louise Fletcher, we give you a posthumous commendation. And then finally, this is a little silly, but how could I not at least mention this? I must give a commendation to the borough of Staten Island. According to Cam Soda, the adult entertainment company behind a newly launched penis review website, Staten Island has the highest ratings for uh, a penis that um, you'll find in any of New York City. And I am very proud to be from Staten Island. I will tell you, I don't think they spoke to anybody uh, that I've ever been with for this survey. Um, I love the quote in the New York Post from minority leader and frequent listener to this program, Joe Borelli who said, every time I walk into City Hall, someone calls me a big D-word. Now it finally makes sense. (laughs) Uh, Brilliant. Brilliant by Joe Borelli. All right. That is this week's edition of Commendations. If there's anybody uh, that I've commended that you want to comment on, you're welcome to give me a call, 1-800-848-9222. That's 1-800-848-9222. This is The Other Side of Midnight, straight ahead. The Other Side of Midnight with Frank Morano. 